Rooting around in the Community Theater League's digital archive is eye-opening and delightful. Their institutional memory is exceptional. They feature complete programs for the earliest plays produced, many cast photos, formal and informal. You can tell by the number of photographs of the various casts and the amount of newspaper coverage just how important CTL productions of works like The Diary of Anne Frank were to the theater itself and to the community of Williamsport at large. The Diary of Anne Frank was part of the very first season of the Community Theater League. The complete program for The Sound of Music is posted as part of the web archive of CTL's history, the 1978-1979 season. And Alan Davies set down some thoughts in the director's corner column. He writes, The Sound of Music concludes the second season of operation for the Community Theatre League. During the last two years, we have achieved some of our aims. We believe we have produced a consistent standard of good quality theater. We have built a solid base of support within the community upon which to grow. We have given maximum exposure both on stage and behind the scenes to newcomers to the theater. Looking toward the future, we hope to grow in other directions. We hope to establish our own permanent theater building to house our productions. We hope to expand our season to five to seven productions. We hope to establish the Community Theater League's Children's Theater Workshop, a theater concept for children under adult tutelage. Towards these ends, we ask for your support, not only as members of our audience, but as active participants in community theater. Words of Alan Davies, director of The Sound of Music in the second season for the Community Theater League in Williamsport, laying out not just their dreams, but their goals. That was year two. This is year 45, and we're about to learn how well they did in realizing their founding vision. We had a chance to speak by phone with Philip Voneda, general manager of the Community Theatre League, about CTL's history and how they will be celebrating the anniversary. 45 years ago, uh, started off as five local business people who wanted to enhance the arts community in Williamsport. And they had a vision of a true community theater where everything was specifically by the community and for the community. And they wanted to build something that would be lasting. And so the fact that we've made it this far, 45 years in, from starting as a group of roving players without a home to purchasing our first building to then moving into our current home in the Trade and Transit Center right on 3rd Street in Williamsport, helping to revitalize the downtown art scene in Williamsport, and now being in this building for 20 years has just been such a journey for us. Um, and that we have some of the original founders still with us and working with us day to day is uh, a true testament to their vision and their heart and their life that they've poured into it and all of the volunteers that we've had over the past 45 years. Do you know how it began? Was it dramas, plays, and then musicals, or was it a the, mix? The very first show was Once Upon a Mattress, so a musical, and... It was, they wanted to do something that was 
family-oriented, that the whole community could come see. They didn't want to launch right into those edgier dramas. But very quickly, they started doing shows that required, you know, small-budget shows, things that they could use props out of their house and set pieces. Um, They've talked about, you know, I brought my own sofa in for this show and lived without a sofa for three weeks so that we could do this. Those kind of shows so that the theater could really gain a foothold and be able to do more artistically and creatively challenging things over the years um, to the point that we are now where we're able to take some risky shows and try some new things that people haven't done before. And they chose community right from the start in the name, right? For sure, yeah. A community Theater League put it right up front who we are, what we stand for. There was no mystery to, to what we wanted to accomplish. Now, is there a sense that education was part of the original vision? Yes, yeah, so our tagline for as long as I can go back in history, has been to educate, enrich, and entertain our community. So from the beginning, it was teaching about theater in some way or another. About 20 years ago, we were able to start our summer theater camps that still endure today. And you might hear in the background at some point here, because there's one happening on our stage right now behind me. So it's the, the, these things like our summer theater camps. We have the Community Academy of Stage and Theater now, which teaches classes throughout the year to both children and adults. We really are giving back to our community and trying to teach from the absolute beginner through somebody with years of experience who just wants to come back and learn a little more or try something different. We truly do have something for everyone, including a Broadway star that comes in every year through our Evening with a Star program. A Broadway star comes in and teaches a master class one afternoon uh, on auditioning techniques or storytelling or whatever sparks their creative vision. And so it's really exciting for us to be able to constantly be creating new educational opportunities and outreach programs to truly reach out into the community. Now, what was it in your case that drew you to Community Theater League? Well, so I moved here from State College about six years ago now, and I was drawn in by the educational programming. I actually started at CTL as a teacher before I became a regular employee here. And my very first class was a fourth through sixth grade improv class, teaching and helping to shape young minds. And it's so cool now that I've been here long enough that these kids are graduating from high school and to keep up with their, their lives, both in and out of the theater now. CTL truly becomes a family. And everyone around us, you know, they feel like brothers and sisters and the number of kids that I feel like I have now. But it is that educational aspect to me that being able to teach, and, and everybody has something that they can teach, whether it's costume design or, in my case, improv and, and acting skills. It's, it's awesome to be, to be able to pull out the best in every child and every teacher and let people try things that they don't think that they're ready for um, and just really see them succeed. That's it. Push the bird out of the nest. And exactly. <laughs> We all had a little pause here with the COVID pandemic. How did you all navigate that time? It was rough for us, uh, not going to lie. But we did a quick shift and pivot to virtual education. With a, We started a CTL at Home concert series that we were doing. And then as things slowly eased up, we were able to do some very small summer camps last year. Um, maximum of like eight kids per camp. It certainly wasn't our usual offering we turned a show and put it up on a football field because we were allowed to do events outside. We did a couple virtual stage readings. Uh, once we were allowed to have 
you know, 20% capacity inside, which for a theater, our size was 15 people in the audience. But we decided that we wanted to, to keep creating and give everybody that option. So for those that felt it was safe, we had a ton of procedures in place. We had some very strict contact tracing. We did have to shut down at one point due to a, a case in the building. But we did a, a very strict job of making sure that everyone was safe and to be able to keep creating and, and giving that outlet. And now we have come back, thank goodness, and our audience support just seems stronger than ever. Uh, we put up Mamma Mia a couple weekends ago, and it was just completely sold out and just so exciting to feel that life back in the theater again. You had quite a responsibility. It's anniversary <laughs> time, and you have to say, what are we going to do to mark <laughs> the anniversary? We wanted to come out of the gate strong, knowing both that it was our 45th anniversary and a year of recovering and celebrating. So we put together quite a blockbuster season of, of both main stage offerings, our family series, which is specifically for families of all shapes and sizes, um, all ages, uh, robust concert series, and a, a bunch of really fun special events for the year. So we start with our main stage series, which is CTL's main stage is a thrust stage, so our audiences sit on three sides, uh, 167 seats, not a bad seat in the house. And our main stage is where we put up our larger plays and musicals. This year, we have four musicals and two plays, some big audience favorites like White Christmas, uh, The Little Mermaid coming up next summer. We kick off our season with uh, a relatively new musical called A Gentleman's Guide to Love and Murder, which is a musical farce, Murder on the Orient Express, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, and Mel Brooks' Young Frankenstein, all in that season which is truly a something-for-everyone season, whether you want the zany comedies like Young Frankenstein or the heartwarming musicals like White Christmas. You can really make yourself at home in our theater. Then we have our family series, which, like I said, is, is largely by kids for kids. The highlight of the series every year, uh, we are part of a national program called the Penguin Project, which works with students with special needs of all sorts, whether it's mental or emotional needs, we give them the chance to take the spotlight on their own. So this year they're going to be doing Seussical Jr., the musical, which is kind of a mishmash of all of Dr. Seuss's stories thrown together, and it's a really fun time. And then we also created our own adult version of this program called the Spotlight Program, which will follow up two weeks later in March with a show of their own. Our concert series is put on by a bunch of different local organizations. So we start with a barbershop concert, which is the West Branch Chorus and the Heart of Pennsylvania Women's Chorus come every year and put on a joint concert here at CTL. They love this space. We love having them here. We have uh, the Williamsport City Jazz Orchestra comes in for a one-night holiday jazz concert in December. The Uptown Music Collective, who's a crowd favorite every year anywhere they go in Williamsport, will be here this year with a show called All Things Must Pass, the solo works of the Beatles in March, and that's celebrating the works of John Lennon, George Harrison, after they left the Beatles. And it's going to be a really exciting show for them and for us. Uh, new this year to us is a relatively new group in the Williamsport area called Celtic Wood and Wires, which brings Celtic and Appalachian music in a five-piece quintet to our stage. And so that's our, our concert series, and we're really excited to be working with a bunch of new groups this year, bringing them all back to, you know, one of the things that we like to do at CTL is that we're not just creating art of our own, but supporting all of the other arts organizations throughout the area. 
So it's really exciting and special for us to be able to bring them in. And then we have our special event series, which is really, uh, we start off with Evening with a Star, which is one of our major fundraising events, but it's also a really exciting night for the Williamsport area. This is our fifth year doing it, where we bring a Broadway star in, they teach a class in the afternoon, they put on a concert in the evening, um, and then there's a meet and greet with that star afterwards. So it's been a really fun way for us to introduce our students who don't necessarily have the, the means to get to New York City to bring a Broadway star into their own backyard and to get to work with them for a little bit. And this year, we also did produce a show at the Community Arts Center in conjunction with them, and we're doing it again. So this year, we're doing Ragtime the Musical, which is a celebration of the 1920s, turn of the century into the 20s, that is, at the Community Arts Center in April in conjunction with them, and to really, again, unite all of the arts community here in Williamsport. It's come on in, let's all celebrate each other and the art of theater, it sounds like. For sure. The thing that we pride ourselves on is that we are open to anybody, no matter whether you want to be an audience member on stage, a volunteer, you know, ushering or working in our concessions or building props and costumes. We're really open to anybody who wants to learn and have fun. Every show, our auditions are open to anybody who would like to come out. Um, That information is always right on our website or on our Facebook page to bring them in. Anybody who wants to volunteer, they can just reach out, let us know what your expertise is or what you'd like to learn, and we'll find a spot um, to, to really bring you into our community. And the, the cool thing about once you're in our community is that you see how we give back to the community at large. We do the shows, and they're always fun for us to do, but it's more fun for us to see the audience response or the community response to the way that we're producing shows. What is next in the building as you and I are talking? What's next then? What's next is actually this weekend we're doing a production of Frozen Junior, which is, of course, the big Disney movie from a couple years ago. And this is done by one of our summer camps. Actually, they're singing Let It Go Behind Me right now. (laughs) And so that's this weekend. That's August 6th, 7th, and 8th. And we do have a special sensory-friendly performance on August 7th at 2 o'clock. And that's for anybody with any kind of sensory overload needs, So we kind of make the lights a little lower, bring the sound down a little bit to really make it friendly to the audiences that need a little less stimulation. Tell us, please, the website. So the website is ctlshows.com. So Community Theater League Shows, ctlshows.com. Or you can also call our box office and talk to one of our friendly uh, staff members at 570-327-1777. You're so full of enthusiasm. It's wonderful. Oh, it's just so exciting to be able to, you know, bring theater back. It's been a long 18, almost 19 months now. So it's just such a joy to be able to be doing this again and to be seeing our audiences again and and our subscribers and our donors and volunteers. It's it's very exciting for us. Um, And we're looking forward to a fantastic year. Their noses in the air, high hats and colored collars, white spats and fifteen dollars, spending every dime for a wonderful time. If you're blue and you can open, you go too. Why don't you go where Harlem sits? Put another Young Frankenstein is among the offerings of the new season of the Community Theater League. We had a chance to speak by phone with Philip Voneda, general manager of the Community Theater League. 
about the history of the theater and the 45th anniversary season. It will get underway for the main stage with A Gentleman's Guide to Love and Murder, September 10th, 11th, and 12th, and then the following 16th, 17th, 18th, and 19th, and Young Frankenstein in October, opening October 22nd. The theater is located at 100 West 3rd Street in Williamsport, and for more information on the web, ctlshows.com, ctlshows.com. It's the Community Theater League marking its 45th anniversary this season with many main stage plays and musicals as well as family offerings and concert offerings and special events. It's all there, ctlshows.com.